0: is the Sari Saring Stories podcast. I'm Carla.
1: I'm Jez. Hello.
0: And I'm Marian. And for today, we'll be discussing something exciting. It's a film series on Shrek. So we will be talking about Shrek, Shrek 2, Shrek 3, and yeah, a bit of Shrek 4. but
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's Shrek forever after.
0: Whatever. So yeah, we'll talk a little more about why I hate Shrek 4 and other things in this podcast. But probably we can start with what are the movies about? So, Marianne, can you
2: give us a summary? Shrek 1, Shrek is tasked to find a princess in exchange for some peace and quiet in his swamp. He does that and they fall in love. And in the end, Shrek and Fiona, the princess he rescued, uh, gets married and lives happily ever after, question mark, Shrek 2. Where we <laughs> see the repercussions of them getting married two days after meeting each other. And they um, meet the in-laws, Fiona's parents, and we also... Um, Find out that the fairy godmother actually intended for Prince Charming, her son, to marry Fiona. Chaos ensues, and in the end, uh, Shrek and Fiona reaffirm that they are each other's true love, and they live happily ever after. Question mark. Shrek three, Uh the king, Fiona's father, dies, and Shrek doesn't want to lead the country because. Uh, His stint as the Proxy for the king had disastrous results. So the king tells him that there is someone else who is Heir to the throne next to Fiona and that's Arthur uh, If you know from the king Arthur legends, but here he's already Pendragon Uh, So Shrek uh, tries to find him while Fiona grapples with being pregnant and then Prince Charming uh, tries to avenge his mother by gathering all the fairy tale villains and then sieging the castle which they do successfully and then Shrek comes in and saves the day. And then Shrek and Fiona live happily ever after. Question mark. And then Well, just what happens in Shrek 4? Because I did not watch that. <laughs> I ran out of time. Hey which is to yeah, say yeah, yeah. it was either me eating lunch or, you know, watching another freaking movie.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In Shrek 4, Maybe Shrek Forever aspect basically, uh, Shrek and Fiona are living like a normal life you know, hus- as husband and wife, and then it's the birthday of their children, yada yada. And then Shrek becomes overwhelmed with how much people like him now and how much people are like continuously bothering him and so he just wants to go back to his he wants to go back to his uh, original state of like being alone in the swamp for just one day just so he can get away from his responsibilities and from the people always around him so he does that he signs a contract with Rumpelstiltskin signs a contract uh, exchanging one day of his life for another day as uh, as normal Shrek, but then Rumplestiltskin takes his birthday, so by the end of that day he will cease to exist, and so he has to find Fiona. But he gets transported to an alternate universe wherein he does not exist, and so Fiona was never saved from the dragon and stuff like that. And Rumplestiltskin is uh, ruling the kingdom, yada yada. And uh, they find each other again. They defeat Rumplestiltskin and stuff, and then they. Live happily ever after for real this time, I think. Or at least, that's what DreamWorks wants us to think. <laughs> that they now live happily ever after this time, after four films and a few spin offs. So, yeah, that's Yuck. Shrek. Okay, so before anything else, I guess I just want to say that I was surprised because until today, I didn't know that Shrek was based off a children's book. What? Yeah, yes. Shrek was based uh-huh. off a nineteen ninety I think. Wait, let me check.
2: Shrek is an a, adaptation.
1: An... Yes, Shrek is an adaptation of a nineteen ninety fairy tale yeah. picture book of the same name, but basically the only thing they took from the book was, uh, the name of the character and him getting married to an ogre princess as well. But everything else was different.
2: So it's an in name only adaptation.
1: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, it's just... I was I was also surprised because I've never heard of that. I've never heard of Shrek being an adaptation. But it apparently is, but like the... the loosest kind of adaptation, I guess. Only for the name. And for oh, yeah. the like, bare-bones concept of it all. I mean, it also features a donkey, apparently. But it wasn't... The donkey was not as prominent as it turned out to be in the actual films.
2: I feel like... I'm having a crisis.
1: The trick is an adaptation. It's, it's sending you to a different plane. <laughs> but it is. I it think is. I'm having it an is. existential
2: crisis on air.
1: It is an adaptation. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. But what very do you feel about them. this
1: franchise? Hmm. Yeah. Should
0: I start? Oh my god as you can tell from my excitement i very much loved the um enti- oh, not the entire another <laughs> entire the first three movies of the Shrek franchise um i will tell more about my hatred for the fourth movie later but yeah i really enjoyed this and i've um actually watched it in the time when it was released so 2001 and then somehow in the middle of the of that decade re-releasing 2 and 3 yeah so you yeah, and as much as I love high school musical, siguro a bit less. Kasi nga, it 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 formed a huge part of my childhood and how I got to be introduced to different characters as well in like pop culture and like Disney people and all that. You yeah, and it was also the first like animated film that made me laugh. Others other than like make you feel um kilig, or, like, Make You Cry with, like, Lion King and other, like, Cinderella, Snow White. It was the first film that, like, made me center on the funny aspect of it and having characters that are very much, com- that provides comic relief to the story. Kasi, don't get me wrong, there are parts of the, the films that are, like, very sad, that are, like, tragic or whatever. But yun, yeah, it centers around its um comedic aspect, and that's the most... Um, that's the best part that I think I appreciate about the series, it being funny and yung. Know, it also um references a lot of characters from pop culture with the songs, with the characters, with the even the setting of the story is very like um it was derived from different popular places. So
2: yeah, I really love uh, the show. I guess branches. I should go next Kyo. just because I have so little to say. Um I, it's, it's okay, the franchise, it's okay, (laughs) I mean, I did also watch this when I was younger, Uh, I forgot that I did, and until the last two and a half days, I could not tell you which Shrek movie had which scenes, they all kind of just <laughs> uh combined into one unholy monster of a film, for me. Yeah. But yeah, watching it again, it's fine, I guess. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about why I think that later on in the episode, but you know, what just felt, about high school musical is how I feel about this particular franchise. Which is it's fine.
1: For me, um I clearly remember watching Shrek on VHS. Like um do you remember videos? Do you, you remember like, video City?
2: Would you like to explain that particular concept to our younger VHS? audiences? If we well, do yeah, have yeah one? I, I
1: guess I guess I have to, yeah. Before DVDs and CDs were a thing, there were VHSs, which are like, uh, I don't know, they're they're big squares. They're, they're big squares of tape. And uh, I remember I was probably around grade one or younger during the time. Do you guys remember Video City yes. existing? So we we yeah. I, cle- I I we can very clearly remember renting Shrek from Video City. Of course a lot of you know a lot of the humor like uh just went through my head or like went uh went past my head but like i do remember having fun and then i watched shrek 2 i don't know um many years later it's not it's, i didn't even watch the entire thing like i watched it and like you know in in tv the, the tv version which is like super cut up because you know tv networks are greedy and they want to fit in as many commercials as possible And then Shrek 3. I remember watching Shrek 3 on like DVD and then Shrek 4. I bought the DVD for Shrek 4 when it came out. So, it's... I like it. I like Shrek. And I find it funny. I find Shrek fun. Even when I rewatched scenes of it, I understand. I understand the cultural impact on why it's like that. Of course, the, the impact lessons like Shrek three and four are nowhere near as, you know, as acclaimed as the first two. But, uh, but I understand the appeal. I, and to some extent, the appeal still, like, I can still feel it. Like, it still rubs off on me. And yeah, yeah. I guess there's that. I guess um, to continue off on that vein, in terms of the acclaim that the, the franchise received, Shrek is the very first, uh, uh, The very first recipient of the Oscars for animated feature film. It beat Monster Inc. and uh, Jimmy Neutron. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's the very first recipient of the Oscars for animated feature film. And then, Shrek 2 was also nominated, but it lost. It lost to... Wait, let me check. it, It lost to Incredibles. Shrek 2 lost to Incredibles. Yeah, that's why it lost. I'm pretty sure Shrek would have won if it wasn't for Incredibles. Yeah, sorry.
0: I was wondering kanina if if Monsters, Inc. was released at the same time yeah. as Shrek. Kasi was yeah, 2001, same year. Same year. Shrek?
1: Tapos, yeah.
0: Ay, we, I thought it was like...
1: Same year. Tapos, Shrek ang nanalo okay, ng Oscar. Okay. Over Monsters, Inc. Okay. okay, okay. And, Shrek is the let me check the 13th uh, highest grossing animated movie of all time number 13 na siya there was, there was this really big time window na siya yung number 1 but that was before Frozen right yeah. now the number 1 is Frozen 2
2: of course and
1: which by the yeah, way yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if we're ever gonna talk about <laughs> Frozen 2 in this podcast but Frozen 2 sucks I just wanna put it out there I don't know if we're ever gonna talk about Frozen we probably will but
2: you yeah, are sending people two. with pitchforks to our podcast with that
1: no it's fine it's like it's it's a generally yes. a, it's a generally accepted <laughs> consensus that Frozen 2 is not good anyway <laughs> anyway so yeah at this point Shrek lives in a very different cultural space than when it was first released and it's very yeah. in- it's interesting to see where Shrek has gone at this point. it's it's basically a giant meme now. Everybody in the internet somehow has agreed that Shrek is something to laugh at or like something that is symbolizing, you know absurdity, I guess the I call it, I call this like the the white I call this white guy humor because it it is white guy humor, probably that started this all which is weird which is weird that people uh, like almost unanimously agreed that Shrek that we can laugh at Shrek when the first two films were very much critically acclaimed and like you know well respected but I guess the third and fourth films didn't yeah. live up to that hype and by the time that the fourth film came in the memes were already starting i
2: mean i feel like the memes were already in full effect by that time or is it just the way that the internet makes everything feel like it's been around for forever
1: yeah i mean from what i can see like i think the shrek memes began during on shrek 4 na lang it didn't it didn't start it didn't start with uh the first two films yeah yeah it started when the franchise was yeah Yes, Carla?
0: Yeah, memes were were interesting. memes were not popular back then. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Because <laughs> we don't yeah, have yeah. Facebook yeah. back then. And yeah. other, like it started like, off as like platforms.
1: from what I from what I researched, or from what I've read, it started off with like Tumblr uh green stories or something, and then there was a weird deviant art. Deviant art is a weird website. <laughs> deviant art uh of uh Fan-made uh, thing between Shrek and Shadow the Hedgehog, and like the absurdity of of that just blew people's minds, and like everyone just realized, oh, you can put Shrek anywhere, and it will be absurd, and it's funny, yeah. and like that's where it started. <laughs> Until yeah. now, it's still a thing. Shrek is still a thing. <laughs>
0: Like for me in how the, in the, familiar with Shrek memes up until like I started watching mm-hmm. YouTubers who review memes with Shrek in it. But yeah, it it's funny. It's funny when, when, when he is put into different situations or into different meme formats. Pero I'm not familiar so I can speak yeah, much yeah, yeah, on yeah, yeah. it. I can't speak yeah. much on it. yeah you know, but yeah, I agree that Shrek, putting Shrek on everything mm-hmm. makes it funny. And all of the like fan made um videos uh, compilations of him put into different media as well are also very funny. Cause there's something about him that's, and we will touch on this later. There's something about the character of Shrek that is very different from what we've known about protagonists mm-hmm. during the time that it was released. Kaya very memorable, mm-hmm. talaga siya. Like he Hindi, siya, he's not he's the epitome of a person being not perfect, being like having flaws and all that, being ugly or to some people he's very ugly, he's very gross, because he's an ogre. So yon, I I see I see why it's become a Mm-mm. huge meme Mm-mm. today.
1: It's it's just really fascinating how much the internet really obsessed over Shrek. Like if you go on YouTube, there are like. There's these weird edit videos of like uh, Shrek, but every time he takes a step, it becomes 10 times faster or something. And then it's basically just the whole film. It's basically just the whole film edited that way. And then like, uh, you know, coupled with the popularity of Smash Mouth, yung All-Star, and then yung I Need a Hero and stuff like that. But I, ah, I don't see a lot of memes about I Need a Hero because I think it's a consensus na yung I Need a Hero scene is untouchable. (laughs)
2: here's here's what I I guess a hypothesis of why Shrek has been memed to death and back I especially like Shrek 1 I rarely I don't know if it's just me and how I consume social media but I rarely see memes about two three and four not unless I seek them out. So Shrek One definitely is the meme mine of of the internet, and I I don't know I I think that that's because Shrek One out of all of the movies lean heavily on the humor. Like even in Shrek Two they kind of scaled that back, but shrek one was definitely something that acknowledges that it was its humor and that it's a very it's a very basic humor like a lot Mm -hmm. of bodily function humor Mm -hmm. and just it being humorous because of certain sound bites or of certain um Callbacks to uh, popular media that we already know.
1: Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, same. I I also don't see a lot of memes from two, three, and four. I guess. Anorans. The way the way they made the first one apparently was the the instructions were like uh, from uh, from what I've read again from what I've read in the internet so far. The instructions from like the head of DreamWorks was to make it as low-budget as possible, but still make it experimental. And then the first film, as I'm sure like a lot of people already know, a lot of the first film is basically just you know shitting on Disney and basically just making yeah. fun of Disney for the sake of making fun of Disney. And during that time, that was, I don't know, fresh to, to people's eyes because Disney was... Disney was, you know, this untouchable empire and then there's this there's this studio, yeah, yeah, yeah. this upstart studio that's just uh, making fun of, like, everything they stand for. Diba? <laughs> Duloc. Uh, it's basically Disneyland. Uh, the, diba, orderly lines and then the way that what like, tries to um, uphold the quote-unquote image of uh, of his city. That's basically Disneyland. Diba there are a lot of there are a lot of weird stories about this land in. the mascots cannot remove their costumes like any parts of the costume in front of the guests in order to preserve the magic of the place or whatever so like yeah. you know the the very heavily manicured uh image of disneyland that's what they were going for and they were like completely uh trashing that because you know there's there's bad blood at this point between disney and pixar and so you know, all of those factors combined made for a film that is weird in its very nature. And so the weirdness yeah. of it all is still very much, you know, it still exists, and it's still it's still something that the internet is baffled by. And so they continue to add layers of irony to that entire thing. You know, the entire the entire Shrek meme. Uh, craze it's it's so deep in irony that you almost cannot say whether people still like Shrek or we don't like Shrek anymore. Because ironic nanalat, like na there's no there's like how can you tell at this point which who um uh, who genuinely likes Shrek and who you know are just in for the laughs. So it's really? weird. It's weird. Yeah. Uh do we do you wanna talk about the characters? Yeah.
0: Continue with the mm. questions.
1: So who's your favorite character in the franchise? In the whole thing?
2: I'll go first. <laughs> uh, I'll go first. Okay, go. You
1: have an answer? Go.
2: Uh, favorite character, it's a tie between the cat. Because I, I like cats. And the way they designed him is, he's adorable. Especially when he does those big eyes, that face, is just really adorable. Um and a uh, fairy godmother, just because it's uh-uh. the lore around her is really interesting, and I wish that you know if anything we had a film about her and how she became fairy godmother, you know like this huge celebrity in far far away, least least liked um, it's probably a tie between Farquad and Prince Charming. Farquad mm-hmm. just because he is just like y- you would want to just kick his ass for lack of a better word. You can yeah. uh put like a, <laughs> yeah,
0: don't swear <laughs>
2: Uh, a bell over that but like he's very he's very despicable for despicable sake Prince Charming is really bland Mm
1: -hmm. like
2: just really bland he pales in comparison to every other big bad that the franchise has so I don't really like him at all Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm. yeah understandable
2: My my favorite character
0: of the entire franchise is Donkey. I think without Donkey, Shrek would have been just a plain old, like, movie, romantic movie, whatever. With Donkey there, he provides most of the comic relief in the series, in the films. And all of his jokes were at least very much memorable for me. Because, yun nga, siya yung, like... When the parents were fighting, when the king and queen were fighting, he was there to provide really comic relief when Shrek and Fiona were fighting and Eddie Murphy as Donkey is very iconic. I think as much as Robin Williams is the genie. So yun mahirap mahirap alisin si donkey when you think of Shrek I mean other than Shrek and Fiona, I think Donkey is my favorite character out of the series because it's very important, very vital yung role niya in the series, making it m- making it more ano ba, no ba? Making it appeal to the children, kasi nga, and as well as their parents, the adults, kasi nga, he's very funny. My least character, least like character, I think I have the same answer with Marian, it's Lord Farquaad and Prince Charming, but I don't remember much about Lord Farquaad, kasi nga, it was released in 2001. And, yeah, hindi ko pa, wala pa ako masyadong grasp on it. But, I really hated Prince Charming. Other than, he was a bland character. Yung pagkakaract, yung pagkakaract, kasi sa, pagiging villain niya, sa pagiging antagonist niya, it's, pathetic. It's pathetic. Okay. <laughs> kasi parang, sa, sa third movie, he became a villain, kasi he was able to, to get other popular villains from different fairy tales and other pop culture references. But if the if he was the only villain in the story, I think he would not work. It would not work, and he he needed that help for him to to shine as the antagonist, as the main antagonist of the third movie. So yun masadong lang din talaga akong nakukulangan sa kanya as a villain and. He makes me
1: uncomfortable. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah, yeah. Fair. <laughs> there's something Fair.
0: about him that makes me yeah, uncomfortable. Just,
2: uh, stranger danger. <laughs> More so than, than
0: him.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Parang if you see this person on the street, you would go to the to the other's sidewalk. Parang tatawid with Parang just mm-hmm. to avoid him. Parang he's all he's all shades of weirdness. Yun. So I really do not like him. What else? You hang... Besides from like the basic, I like Shrek, I like Fiona. Mm-hmm. I like Puss in Boots as well, because it's a third movie, but yeah, I, I really do believe Donkey is the best and the most uh, important character of the series. I
1: mean, yes. Yeah, for yes. me, I guess my most favorite character would also be a tie between Donk... No, it's not Donkey. It's Puss in Boots. It's Puss, Na my favorite character. Ko. Because when I first watched Shrek, I found Donkey really, really annoying. I don't know if that was just me. But so when I first Aww, watched it, I was sorry. really, really annoyed with Donkey. But uh, when I did my rewatch, that's when I realized that Donkey plays... Like, even more even more so than Fiona, it's Donkey that makes Shrek become open more with people. And she's really the big psychological and personal change kay Shrek. Yung friendship niya with Shrek is like yeah. the really... Is uh, I guess it's the most pivotal point. More, more so than his relationship with Fiona. Of course, that also added with it. Pero, without yeah. Donkey there, like what you said, he will not get around with Fiona. Like, it's going to be completely different. So, but, yeah, I didn't realize that when I was first watching Shrek. And, no una pa lang, nung una pa lang, uh, <laughs> uh, sobrang annoying talaga. I really find Donkey really, really annoying. Pero, noong una pa lang, I've always liked Puss in Boots because, number one, uh, one of my favorite films as a child was The Legend of Zorro and seeing and uh, hearing Antonio Banderas as a cat was it's very good fantastic fantastic <laughs> and every time he does that uh, when he's using his sword to like carve to carve the letter P just fantastic just fantastic pop culture references I love Legend of Zorro so and I love Antonio Banderas in that film so whoever made that decision give that role to Antonio Banderas well done casting really really good casting I mean (laughs) mean, for the most part for the most part like the casting of this entire franchise is impeccable like I cannot think of any character who was badly portrayed by the voice actors no but yeah anyway least like character is also probably charming just because he's bland and he doesn't he has nothing he is nothing compared to the other three big bad villains. Because of all of the reasons yeah. you've already stated. Yeah. And I guess honorable mention as well to Fairy Godmother just because of how entertaining that woman is. So, yon. um, I guess we can talk about which one was your favorite film of the franchise.
0: Yeah okay i think Mario should, start. I, think Mario should
2: start. <laughs> I mean i don't think it's any surprise that, that it's two right mm-hmm. like
1: mm-hmm.
2: it's a really big chance that it's going to be two just because two is two is the one that sits perfectly in the middle of both one and three in terms of its content and also that it grapples with the consequences of the first one like they actually do it they actually have it in text that you know like it's not going to be happily ever after just because you married somebody that was your quote-unquote true love and as much as it is so much more derivative than the first one I enjoyed it. It's funny. Like Shrek One, Two and Three have its funny moments. But definitely a big factor in why I like to the most is again the realistic um grappling of consequences from the first movie. And also that I need a hero scene. Like, come on, you guys. That's iconic. Mm-hmm. That's really good. <laughs> they did it so well. Both in animating it. And in, in the performance, like it's just really good. Mm-hmm.
1: I wanna go back to that later. Let's let's discuss exactly why I need the hero is good later on. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, Carla.
0: Okay, my favorite movie out of the series is yeah, same Shrek mm. two, but Shrek three comes in second. Very very really? close in second. Primarily because of their... Re- oh, yeah, oh, shut up, Jess. <laughs> Primarily of all the reasons that Mariana stated. Plus, sinabi ko na din to previously na parang I, I'm a sucker for movies na parang reference na maraming tao, maraming places, maraming songs that I am already familiar with. So parang, oh, that's the person I know from this um film. Oh, this is from this book. This is from this whatever. Kaya I really enjoyed that, and then when they come together in one scene, I think that's very fulfilling for me because it's all of your um prior knowledge combined in one scene. <laughs> so, yun, I really enjoyed Shrek 2 for all of those reasons. Plus, the extended version that I really think you should watch because it's funny, funny, talaga the last part. Na yan. Yeah, I really like that. Shrek 3, just because yung yung side kasi nung villains and you see also a side of the villains na hindi natin masyado nakita in like in their typical Disney portrayals kasi nga again it's an it's a it's a reference to many Disney villains so yun mm. um third is one and the reason why I really really hate it I will say hate, because I hate it. I hate Shrek 4. Yep, here I, sh- we go. I hate Shrek forever after to my core. <laughs> just because I think it was an unnecessary sequel. Mm-hmm. That they could have ended the series, the franchise, with three. And then just made spin-offs. Made other like series out of it. Miniseries out of it. I think the plot just this choice, everything, and this is from a perspective of a of a child con who consumed Shrek very much. So, I remember nung <laughs> nung time na release ang two and three, like it was like um the first day na na release sa Astro Plus, kasi sa Astro Plus ko binili yung mga CDs namin, and parang there was a line to buy Shrek CDs, kasi ya, it was that good. So parang coming from that perspective and seeing Shrek forever after just ruining all of that and seeing Shrek be like that, suffer like that and parang it was very traumatic for me Uh as a child who watched na parang he he has to die. He has to die at the end of the day if he does not find Fiona and, like, the true love skis, MME, to defeat um skin. So, parang, it was very dramatic for me, na parang, I was so invested with these characters, na parang, in just one snap, in just one movie, you're going to, to destroy all of it just for the sake of, like, more money or, like, I don't know, more jobs, more, um, Popular, whatever. Basta, I hated, I hated Shrek Four, Kasi, it was unnecessary. The plot wasn't that good, and they could have just done it. I would, ag- I would have accepted another sequel to Shrek if that wasn't the plot. Probably, I would tolerate it. Pero yun nga. maganda rin kasi yung ni Marion kanina about the first and the second movie being, like, realistically intertwined in terms of plot. Pero kasi from 3 to 4, the jump from 3 to 4, again, it's very, it's a reach. Parang ito, ito, na, yung, ito na yung sakit ng, supposedly, ng second book or ng second movie syndrome. Na parang masyadong malaki yung talon. Or parang, it's just a fast-forward to the lives of the main characters just to give it a sequel. So parang, yeah, with all of those points, with all of those reasons, I do not like Shrek Forever After. I beg you to not watch it if you haven't watched it because it would just be a waste of your time. I'm not joking. I really, really hated that movie. Okay, I'm done. I will be silent <laughs> from now <on.
1: laughs> Okay. Go I mean, I understand what you were saying, but I, I still don't like three more than four. But I'll get, I'll get back to that later. My, my favorite is two, obviously. Like it's shocking. It's shocking if there's someone who has watched all four films. <laughs> tapos tayong masalay ako ano favorite nila. Tapos hindi too yung sagot nila. It will be shocking. Siguro Shrek Two is such a good film, or like, uh, the 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 reason why I like it so much then is because. It's such a good sequel. Na um We've all Um uh, We've all watched bad sequels who are like uh not not talagang created only to like uh to you know um get more money because of the popularity of the first uh of the first film. Shrek 2 While probably was done also for financial reasons it does so it's it's very it's very well crafted like it it explores like what you said Kanin, it explores the implications of the first film I think kasi uh I think to characterize a good sequel it's not you know a good sequel cannot be completely removed from the source material because if you can completely remove the sequel then you know it's it's not you know it's not it's almost like a spin off na lang and it doesn't really matter that much so since Shrek 2 is so intertwined with the implications and the, like what you said, the realities of the first film um, is why it's so iconic and why it's so why it, why it works really well. And um, I guess another thing then about Shrek 2 is how it expands on the themes established by the first film. Because the first film, the, the main interior conflict of Shrek is that he is struggling to love himself, right? That because he has been, you know, uh, shunned by people and society for so long to the point that he is having trouble believing that he also deserves Fiona's love, ba? And like, he is, always, he is always telling Fiona na, don't worry there's a prince waiting for you. Even though Fiona is making it clear na na, he is what she wants and stuff like that so him he kind of overcomes that because he is married to Fiona by the end of the first film but by Shrek 2 it comes back eh, that insecurity comes back because of not only this time not only because of them being you know different races or fantasy races quote unquote fantasy races because he's an ogre and yeah I I don't want I don't want to get into that but yeah uh, they're they're from different fantasy races but then Shrek 2 introduces the concept na oh nga. Fiona is a princess. And there's also the concept of she is from yeah. a different social status. And you have to deal with the ramifications of her being royalty. So it goes back and it plays, it plays back to Shrek's insecurities na naman. Na, Am I really deserving of Fiona? And diba, towards the end of that film, he's like, uh, his conflict na naman is that, sige, I will let Fiona marry charming or let, let her go charming because that's what she deserves. She deserves someone better than me. And so, you know, that entire circle of uh, themes lang, it's, it's compelling. It's compelling and it's important. You know, it's important to talk about those kinds of things because, uh, you know, yeah. um, just because it's something that a lot of people struggle with, diba? uh Loving yourself and you know finding self-worth, those kinds of yeah, things. Yeah. But then, Shrek 3 came along, and all of that was out of the water. Like, tell me, tell me, just what (laughs) is the deep conflict in Shrek 3? Ano? Anong conflict na Shrek 3?
0: (laughs) Eh, kasi he was afraid of stepping up of of responsibilities, period. He was afraid of being a father, he was afraid of being a king, because he just wanted to... Stay where he was. So again, it it centers around the character development of Shrek, and him facing the realities that he's in right mm-hmm. in that situation. And he he not he doesn't want to be king again because of his insecurities. Because he's an ogre, blah blah blah. And what will people think of an ogre king, blah blah blah? And then when he found out that Fiona's pregnant, like, can I be a father if I'm an ogre and I'm not a human being per se? So, parang yeah, it also falls upon the conflict between Shrek and himself. Mm-hmm, it's man mm-hmm. versus
1: himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah. can
0: I deal with yeah. the situations all together with, like, another person trying to kill me, trying to lure villains to my cause to mm-hmm, kill mm-hmm.
1: me, and all
2: I, that. I mean, yeah. Don't, don't... <laughs> <laughs> don't trash on prejudice Don't trash on <laughs> Can I ask? Like, wasn't the resolution, like, the resolution of that of that conflict of responsibility be him actually trying to taking the succession and actually trying to govern Mm -hmm.
1: like wouldn't that
2: be a more fulfilling resolution both in his um, fear of responsibility and his insecurity of being an ogre like wouldn't that be a more interesting yeah. solution and possible setup of a uh, of another conflict.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying. But like I guess, eto, ah, the one thing I will give credit to three <laughs> <laughs> The one thing I will give credit to three is the fact that Shrek acknowledged... the conflict of him declining the throne is bigger than it's bigger than, you know, it's bigger than himself. Because he realizes that he is not the ruler that is going to lead. That, you know, he's not a good ruler, per se. And the, because he recognizes that, he is, you know, he is not drowning, or I guess, in the ambition of having power. And it's very clear that Shrek has always been, you know, a humble person. And he recognizes that he's not the best for the job. I guess that's it. He recognizes that he's not the best for the job. And so, he tries to look for that other person. But then again... Yeah. Then again, ah, the, the The way that it's portrayed kasi... It's more of like... Even though he realizes that the like the main reason that's thrown towards the audience why he wants to not be king is because he finds it very inconvenient. Na he cannot do... He cannot do ogre things if he is king. And so, he looks for... Ito ah, ito kasi yan, eh. Conflicting yung, ano, eh, conflicting yung themes kasi ng three. Kasi ba yun, in-establish natin yung na Shrek feels like himself, he's not a good, he's not the fit, he's not the best ruler. So, and like the only reason lang naman on why he's going to become king is because he's married to the princess, ba So it's blood succession. And so the way that he solves the problem is to look for another blood relative who is, you know, arbitrarily assigned the heir to be the heir of the throne, even though this other person, this Arthur guy, has not really proven himself to be a capable ruler as well. So you know it's conflicting. It starts to establish interesting themes, but it's conflicting. It's 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 confused with yeah. its messaging. But I mean they try to fix that by the end by with Arthur, you know, giving the speech, yada yada. But like sato lang yung speech cliché na yan na yung magbibigyan ng speech yung bida and then suddenly yung mga yung mga kalabahan yaya biglang magccise it's it, it's it's so tired i'm so tired of that cliché <laughs> because it doesn't work that way in real life come on yeah
0: pero it was ahead of its time it was ahead of its time jess when was shrek 3 released 2008 2007
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm and 18. yeah I think it was a okay. time. Anyway, I have not, I have not and... touched on 4. Yeah. Oh my God. I have not touched on 4 yet. And why, it's, ito ah, I'm not saying 4 is good. I like 4 better than 3, but like the main ano naman of 4 is that ito yung main <laughs> problem naman sa 4. Diba? Shrek spent 1 and 2 accepting that he can be loved and he, ba? And na. ano eh, and he is, he wants to be with Fiona and he can be loved. But then suddenly Shrek 4 comes along and Shrek is like, I want to go back to being alone.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my God. I mean, I get it. I get
1: I, I get <laughs> the intention nila of like, you know, um, people always say that if you are in a relationship, there's always like, at some point, you would want to become, to somehow feel single again at some point, or, like, uh, something like that. I don't know. I don't really get it because I've never been in one. <laughs> but, like, but, like, uh, I don't know. it. That whole plot line of Shrek wanting to go back to the way it was, when it was very much firmly established in the first two films Now he hated the way it was, it's conflicting. Again, it's conflicting. It's confl- conflicting messages. So, that's why. That's my main problem with 4. But actually the concept of 4. Gusto ko yung concept ng 4 yung kay Rumplestiltskin Rumpelstil, uh, and all that. Gusto ko 'yun. But 'yun lang yung teams noon, yung medyo eh confused.
0: Probably we can, because we've established that the series or the entire franchise has that weird vibe into it. So, if I were to ask you, two, what was the scene that weirded you out the most from any of the
2: films? Hmm. If there was any. All of the body function humor. Mm-hmm. It's it's just, re- personally, it's just not my cup of tea. When it comes to humor, it's just really... I don't find them that funny. Mm -hmm. So whenever there was like a lot of body humor, you know, like farting and puking and all of that stuff, it's not... It's not funny to me. It's just gross. And also that... That... Sorry... Can I have another one? The, I, cause I just remembered this just now. The nightmare he had with the babies. Yeah. Absolutely disturbing. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm actually kind of skipped over that bit once I saw a few things. I'm like, no, 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 I'm skipping over this. <laughs> it's so disturbing. And it really, I don't know, like, it's I. It might be true to life. Like it may be someone on the animation team had that nightmare before. But like, that's really. It's it was disturbing. It was gross.
0: Carla, yeah. what's your answer? Um. <laughs> actually, if you're if you're going to analyze it, mas. ha. This is just out of the, in the moment. I think Shrek 1 has the most like disturbing scenes uh-huh. more so than 3 if you're going to analyze it because there's there's animal abuse there's torture there's yun yung humor like you first opening credits pa lang ng, ng Shrek yung naliligo pa lang siya parang if you're not yung if you're not if you're a neat freak or if you do not like that visual representation of him taking a a bat in mud with bugs and all of those like phobias coming out of the screen. But I think you would not appreciate it. But what weirded me out was yun nga yung torture scene ni with K Ginger man uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, right. Na parang, as a kid. Right, as a kid. Right? Parang, as, ay, as a kid, you would not registered that as torture yet but like he was holding his legs mm-hmm. and like and like Ginger Bedman was like no not the gumdrop not the gumdrop mm-hmm. mm-hmm. tapos parang bigla na lang nawala yung scene na yun, kasi dumating na yung mirror the magic mirror and like blah 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 who's the fairest of them all blah 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 so he was obsessed over Fiona it was very disturbing for me kasi as a kid, I did not know what he was trying to do with Gingerbread Man, and to see him like with the lights and nga, broken parts of his body. Spalang merong merong pang sina. He was dunking a person was dunking Gingerbread Man sa water. That's basically torture, mm-hmm. and you don't, you shouldn't show that to children. So yon, I think that was the weirdest and the most disturbing part for me of the series. Mm-hmm. Siguro number two ko na lang den yung. Yung sinabi ni with the babies i think it it's also a graphic representation of shrek's fear but yeah it's very disturbing for for many people for many viewers plus the fact that donkey and dragon had kids parang um, if you're going to analyze how that happened and why they why, how it turned out how their babies turned out it's weird mm.
1: That's actually my answer. It's just answer. weird to have a That's donkey. my answer. The entire ah, okay. relationship okay. Go. between Go. Donkey and Go the Dragon. Expand. Of everything
2: that's <laughs> Go the thing that upsets you the most? Yeah, it is
1: the <laughs> thing that upsets me the most. Because of the logistics of that. Like when I was rewatching Shrek One. Uh diba? during the during the scene where he rescues Fiona, but Donkey is basically trapped by the dragon and like she is making like weird uh she's flirting with him and stuff like that and like the entire scene i'm just like i'm just staring at my screen like hmm. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. what's happening <laughs> what's happening and then like i know i know that eventually they do have kids and like that just that entire plot line of donkey having kids with the dragon that's huh
2: you know, Donkey's huh. life is so much more interesting than anybody else in this film. Maybe yeah. not yeah. Antonio Banderas as a cat, but yeah, don- if this franchise had been through Donkey's perspective, I probably would have enjoyed this a lot more.
1: Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's that's the aspect of it that I found the weirdest. Donkey having kids... With the dragon.
0: With the dragon. C minor, put it in C minor. Where
1: have all the good men gone? And where are all the gods? Where's the
0: streetwise Hercules to fight the rising wars? Isn't there Late at night, I toss and I turn and I dream
1: Okay, so there are a lot of people who claim that the I Need a Hero scene is objectively the best musical number in a film ever made. I have heard multiple people say that. Do you agree with that? I mean, in the Shrek franchise, for sure, it's the best one. It's the best musical number in the entire thing. But to take it as far as to say that it's a near perfect scene, or some even some even say it's a perfect scene. Would you agree with that?
0: Can you give me a a movie to compare it with? Because
1: parang ah, uh, nga, eh, yun nga eh. The thing with, ah, sige, The thing with Shrek din, kasi it, eh, it, it bounces back. It bounces between diegetic and non-diegetic, you know, music, uh, back and forth, like without regard, so it cannot, you you cannot even say that Shrek is a musical I don't think Shrek is a musical, it's a movie with music, correct? yes but it's not not a musical but that scene was diegetic hmm I don't know maybe let's compare it to a more traditional musical film, I mean we've done high school musical, maybe
2: no, okay Yeah. Uh, here's the thing i don't know much about animation and music and combining those two together but i think that it's more of how it plays its part in the movie as well as something that can be taken out of its context and still work is what's being responded to like those two Mm -hmm. factors are what people are responding to in the sense of it being the perfect example of doing that I, I don't know that it is in it's just like i think that there's a lot of things that is derivative about in this specific franchise it's not a reach to think that in this world, the song I Need a Hero and the other snippet of songs that Donkey sings is actually real in that world. So, like, to say that, comparing it to other usage of non-diegetic songs kind of feels a little unfair because, like, we've established, like, it borrows so much from the actual zeitgeist of the real world. So, you know, like, it's not a reach to say that. Um, Who who sang the song originally?
1: Um, it's a well-known singer. <laughs> lang. I will search for it. I will search for... Wait lang.
2: So you know, like they have equivalents of those people who sang these songs. Bonnie in, Tyler.
1: Yeah, Bonnie Tyler. Yeah.
2: So Bonnie Tyler they have they either have Bonnie Tyler in universe or an approximation of Bonnie Tyler in that universe who sang this song. Or that mm-hmm. even it might be that the fairy godmother, it's the fairy godmother song. So yeah, like I feel like that is the appeal of it. It was well executed, well performed. It's something that works within the movie. You know, like her having, sing, having her saying, I need a hero while Shrek does all of these things. And then that you can take it out of context and have it still be as enjoyable as it was in the movie. Yeah, it, it, I think that that is what is appealing to that specific mm-hmm. part mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah and I think like the people who say that that it's the perfect musical integration into film is coming from you know it's coming from the lens of people who are not used I don't know who are generally not used to musicals to musicals in general because you know a lot of people are weirded yeah. out by the idea that people suddenly burst out into song that's a, that's 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 a big thing of why people are not super into musical musicals in general, and I guess the like they say it's the perfect integration because it provides number one a reason on why it's that way, and it provides a it provides logic to the scoring of that specific scene. I mean the scoring itself was great. the the orchestrations performances were great, and it it makes sense. It makes sense in a way that only an absurd animated film could make sense, if, if you get what I mean. Yeah. Na, um, because, like, it bypasses. It bypasses that stigma of people not liking musicals because they just sing randomly out of the blue. It bypasses that because it's diegetic and it's already absurd to begin with. The film is already absurd to begin with and so it's so much easier to take in this uh this wall of artistry <laughs> that's coming at you and so you just you're just you're just in for the ride <laughs> and so yeah. and it and, and happens towards the end now of the film and you know people are much more accepting of the twisted logic of shrek by that point How about you carla what do you want to say about holding out for a hero pala title hindi pala siya I need the hero it's holding out for a hero kaya nga <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. um ano ba? what makes it iconic basically is just for me is because of gingerbread man's ba- brother uh-huh. the giant gingerbread uh-huh. man yun lang, kasi he was very cute and how he was made was very alam yun papunta na sa climax of the story so yeah, when he was, he was, he was um, fighting the guards and all of that and Shrek being the one to, like, ruin the party and, like, stop all of those things that are happening. It's a very, ano, pano ba? It's a good sensory experience for mm-hmm. kids. Because <laughs> yeah, 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 like, there's sure. a lot going on with yeah. the music and the visuals and, like, yeah, it's, it's just very exciting. It makes kids excited to watch that scene. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And yun, again, I, um, the character of Very Good Mother is also very complex and it's very um multidimensional. So, you can see there the love of a mother for Prince Charming. That's why she wanted the best for him. And at the same time, she being evil and manipulative. Kaya, ganun siya as a, as a godmother to like, the king and Shrek and all that. So... Yeah, it's just a good multi-sensor experience for me when I watched it. Okay, I loved it so much. But it's a, it's it's a good, it's a huge production, per se. It's like a real production in the movie, more so than just donkey singing or like a background music for a certain scene.
1: Yeah, and like. The thing with that scene, because it's that, you know, it's not just the song that makes it, that makes it iconic, like what you said, it's everything going on around it, like, the tension is coming from so many different places, like, um, yeah. sometimes, sometimes when we are trying to analyze a film, we struggle to find kung nasan talaga yung climax of a specific film, sometimes it's a struggle yeah. to find that climax, for Shrek 2, it's so obvious that, yeah, that's the climax. That's definitely the climax because everything <laughs> is going haywire, and like uh, there's yeah. tension between Fiona and Charming. There's tension outside, and then there's tension yung nagpaiwan si Poe and stuff like that. So yun it's it's just a really well written scene, and it re- it is iconic for a reason. I guess that's that's we can leave it at that. Okay, so yeah, to wrap up our discussion on Shrek. Uh, let's give it a rating. So who wants to go first?
2: I'll go first. Yeah, go. I mean, I'm the one who has the least to say about this, so... Uh, Shrek franchise. (laughs) uh, I'll give it a... um, 3.5 out of 5 swamps. It's fine. I feel like... it's just so... well stuck in childhood that everybody has good feelings about it because we usually view it through nostalgia in the same way that Carla and I view high school musicals with a sense of nostalgia also because I don't remember watching this as a child so watching it now kind of skewers my perception of it a little so 3.5 for all
0: so yeah, I will go next. Um, I will... (laughs) I will give the entire Shrek franchise a 4. A 4. Just because I would have given it a 5. If not for the 4th movie. (laughs) (laughs) If they hadn't made the 4th movie, I would give this a 5. But because of the 4th movie, I would give it a 4. And... uh besides all of the reasons that we have stated earlier, I think on a much on a much serious note um, Shrek is a, a it's a, it's a movie that shows a defiance to social norms that as a kid you would not realize it up until you're much older. Na parang Shrek is the example of a, an antagonist that you don't have to be handsome you don't have to be like appealing to other people for you to have a happy ever after and most of the lessons that were injected in all of the three movies revolves around you as a character discovering what you want to be in life what you have to deal with the things that are being thrown at you so yon, i think shrek is a good realistic example of that that you won't that you cannot deal with everything that is thrown at you with, like, finesse and grace and all that. And sometimes, you do have to, like, to run away from it, to be fearful about it, but at the same time, at the end of the story, you will have the people that are close to you, that are important to you, that will make you realize that, yeah, this is what I want, and this is what I should go for. And, know yeah, it's more than just... A love story it's more than just a typical fairy tale of like a man falling in love with the princess or a princess falling up falling in love with a man and happily ever after it also um tells the story of friendship how important friendship is and trust and like you know taking responsibilities um Doing what is best for everyone, if it even if it means it's not for the benefit of yourself and all of that. So yeah, I think it's a good movie for children to watch, for preteens to watch. Because yeah, it's a feel good movie. It's a very funny movie. If you want to just laugh at the story, at the movies, at the films, you can. And it also provides good lessons. It also gives a solid foundation of what a child can look forward to as he or she grows up. So yeah, more than the nostalgia, I really like Shrek for how it intertwined comedy and the pop culture references, But plus the lessons that you can learn into one franchise. But then again, the fourth movie is trash. <laughs> so please, I beg you, do not watch the fourth movie. You
1: know? Okay. I think I'll go with 3.5 as well just because i i don't like three and then i don't like the third film check the third and then i kind of don't like four so that's minus 1.5 <laughs> so uh 3.5 3.5 <laughs> for me as well because of all of the reasons you've already stated about it having you know valuable lessons inside of it and um I guess the thing that fascinates me about Shrek right now is how it uh, I guess at how it um, what's the word? How it deliberately tries to um, to subvert as many tropes, as many fantasy tropes as possible. Like it really goes out of its way to uh, to, yeah. uh, to step on as many tropes as possible. Like uh the princess in the tower being weak, suddenly Fiona is good at martial arts and then the prince being handsome, yada yada. Fairy godmother being the good guy, whatever. So it really gets it really steps out of its way to uh to subvert as many tropes as possible, in my opinion. And sometimes it's a good thing. Like for one and two it was very entertaining. For part three it was it kinda it kinda got old really quickly. <laughs> kind of got old by part three already to me and um but yeah it's it's fascinating it's to me it's funny and it it's well made for most of, for for the most part it's well made the voice acting is great the writing for the most part is okay for one and two it's great but for three and four it's kind of confused so yeah i think it's a comfortable 3.5 for me. Okay. Okay. So that's our discussion on Shred. Enjoyed our discussion. Whether you agreed with us or not, we hope you still enjoyed it, and uh, <laughs> yeah. ho- hopefully, we can you listen to us again next time. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye. Thank you.
1: Bye.